0: What if I told you that you don't have to have willpower, hard work, or determination to meet your goals? Sound crazy? Well, think about it. You've got and have had willpower in the past. Did you accomplish your goal? You've worked really hard in the past. Did you accomplish your goal? You've been determined, but did it result in accomplishing your goal? You can be full of willpower, determination, and be a hard worker and still not accomplish your goal. You know why? You don't have a doable process that works for you and your unique self. Welcome to this episode of Fix Yourself First with Dr. Christy. I am your clinical sexologist, certified sex therapist, and coach who spent the last 16 plus years helping people just like you create those better connections, starting with themselves, And all those people around them, whether we're working one-to-one, in a group program, online, at an event, I'm here to support you every step of the way. And in this episode, you're going to learn the five easy tips to stay accountable that I use and the ones that I use with my clients. So you're going to want to stick around for the end. Let's get into it. I've got the five tips. Again, this isn't lip service, y'all. These are the actual tips that I use to reach my professional, which is my business goals, as well as my personal goals. Starting with number one, you got to get your mind in the right place first and foremost. This is a whole other level besides just mindset. Mindset's just like easy and We kind of get tired of hearing about mindset. So I want you to think of it as I've got to get my mind in the right place. To do that, you got two options. One that works, one doesn't work. The first one that doesn't work is to be a perfectionistic thinker. Meaning if you mess up slightly in your working towards your goals, then you failed. You don't restart. You don't wait the next day like you wait until Monday and then you try again because it didn't work out exactly how you thought it would. The second option, the one that actually works, is to adopt a consistent mindset. The goal's consistency or like I like to think about it, more days and not. This is the opposite of trying to do something every single day because that can lead to this perfectionistic thinking that then leads your goals to spiral down because you can't do anything every day like that. You set yourself up for failure. The goal of doing something to work towards your goal more days than not is doable. So if you get stuck in that all or nothing, that defense mechanism, that absolute thinking that if I don't do it exactly this way and follow every single step, then I'm not going to accomplish it. That will absolutely lead to self sabotage. So, I'm asking you to take option number two the consistent mindset. Tip number two be realistic. In all honesty and upfrontness, I, here, Dr. Christie, I am the queen of setting goals that are unrealistic, or I used to be. Now, I would set goals so unrealistic, so high that no one can reach them. And for some reason in my head, I was thinking I was superwoman and just putting it so big up there because I want to do wonderful, great, big things. I like a good challenge. That's just straight up crazy thinking. Now, what I mean by that is, whether it's setting a goal or setting a time to do something, have you ever said, okay, I'm going to get this done and I'm going to get it done in an hour? Then it actually takes you several hours well, that's because you want not being realistic with your expectation of the time set above. So what I've started doing with being realistic is to say, let me double it. Let me triple it where I'm thinking I'm at. So then I can stay super realistic when it comes to time. Or let's look at a common goal that a lot of people have, which is to work out, to lose weight, to get in shape, to feel healthier by doing something active, right? So here you are out there setting your goal and your goal is I'm going to go to the gym six or seven days a week. Well, you've already set yourself up for failure. Well, I mean, except if you're a fitness instructor, you own a gym, you teach classes, like that's your thing where you're there every day working, go for it. Like you're going to do it because you're going to show up for work, right? But for the majority of us out there, there's no way we are going to make it to the gym six or even seven days a week. So why do we set ourselves up to be so realistic? You becoming more realistic in your goal setting, let's say you change that six to seven days a week to the gym to say four days a week to the gym. But I'm going to challenge you further to say not to have a goal of four days to the gym. What if you changed it to be active four days a week? Now that's doable because you being active could be going to the gym, doing a workout at home, going for a walk, going for a run, skipping like whatever you're into for your activity. Then what happens is you do day one, day two, day three, day four, and you're into a habit. Look, if you add more to it, way to go. But just you achieving that four days a week, or let's just say you say three days a week of being active, you're going to feel more confident and you're going to feel proud of yourself, which is going to lead you to want more. And it takes a while to build a habit. So set it realistic and then add to it. The false way of thinking is, well, if I set it too low, I'm not going to strive to do it. That is not true at all. That's thinking thinking because just because we set a, a goal low, we don't have to take the mindset of, oh, it's too low, it's not worth it. We could be like, hey, I can do that and add to it as I would like to. Look, you can do, if your goal is four days a week or less, you can do that whether you go lower or go higher. The goal is to be realistic and to make it a realistic self of saying, be active versus going to the gym because maybe you don't make it four days to the gym, but if you make it being active four days a week, then you're accomplishing your goal. Then you're not beating yourself up and then you're not spiraling and self-sabotage. Tip number three, focus on the process or the steps it takes to reach your goal. Don't get hung up on the goal itself. Now that you have gotten your goal or goals super realistic and doable, I want you to think about the process or the steps, the things you have to do in order to reach that goal. Let's take another common example. Uh, This is one that's been a goal of mine for a while, and I finally kind of tied into it to make it work. It's for a lot of people. We want to eat out less, cook more at home to help um, to eat healthier, to have better choice of food, and then to also to save money. So what happens if this is your goal? And at the end of the day on a Monday, you go to your kitchen, you're looking around, there's hardly any groceries, you don't have any recipes pulled out, you're exhausted. But you got to eat, and you probably got to feed a family. You're not going to reach your goal because you didn't put a system around your goal of eating in and eating at home. So what I've done that's helped me with this goal is Sunday is meal prep production day for the week, meaning I take about an hour on a Sunday and then write out on a sheet of paper each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then pull recipes up or think about what Rob and I might like to eat for the week and get his input. Then I go add those in and every day I usually leave one for leftovers because I try to double recipes so we have some leftover the next day or future day. Then I write out the grocery list and then go get the groceries so that the food's there, the menu, which is just the type of food or the leftovers for the day, up on the fridge. That's easily to see. I got all the groceries. And then if I have the time that day or depending on what the recipe is, if I can prep something ahead, if it's something where it's noodles, quinoa, rice, legumes, whatever might be happening that week, if any of that's doable to prep ahead of time. I'll go ahead and do it then. Or if it's something that takes a while, like it's potato based or or some type of root vegetable that takes a while to cook, I might go ahead and prep those that day too. So then I have a little bit ahead of time. So then at the end of the day, when I'm going there, I can look at the fridge and say, all right, it's Monday. We're having fill in the blank of whatever it might be. And then of course, asking Rob to help, he jumps in and helps out. So for focusing on the steps, I just shared with you the steps and processes of the goal of eating in, of helping to eat healthier as well as to save money and being there and have a better choice of food. So putting that up and having that visual, you've built steps around how to get there. Look, we can't say, oh, I want to eat home more, save money, or I want to eat home more and eat healthier if we haven't prepared ourselves for that. It doesn't just happen instantaneously. We got to have some steps and goals. So putting those into place for whatever your goal may look like. You can't reach it if you don't have the steps. Tip number four, understand your go-to excuse. Each of us have a certain excuse or a reason why we can't take the steps or go through that process we need to accomplish our goal. For example, being too tired, too depressed, too anxious, not having enough time, whatever it might look like. Which one do you use most often? And please know, I'm not saying being depressed or anxious or any other type of thing happening is an excuse or anything like that. I'm just telling you that you got to be honest with yourself. If you're using it as a scapegoat, if you're using it to avoid when you know you can get it done or you know you need to get it done, then it might look like an excuse. For me, my excuse for my goal of being active a couple of days a week is always time. I'll say, well, I don't have time because I have this very rigid thought around activity for myself that I feel like I have to have a workout or activity done by like 7, 730 in the morning, or I just can't do it. I'm an early morning person. I, I just can't do it because my day gets started and I, won't, I can't do it in the afternoon. I'm not a night workout person. I'll go walk, but I, I can't do anything active. So for me, it was always, well, I don't have time. I need to do other things in the morning. So I stopped and said, nope, put it on the calendar prioritize it as important to me. And the night before, set everything out. My workout clothes, I set the mat out, the weights, because I work out at home. And I set everything out. So when I'm in from walking the dogs in the morning, I go straight and get that 30, 45 minute workout out of the way. So then I can't use the excuse of time. Now, whatever your goal might be, look and see if you're using an excuse or not if you're which one. Let's say you've got a project you want to get done as one of your goals. What excuse are you using? If you're not feeling like into it, motivated, are you using social media? Are you using TV? Are you using other things to avoid doing it? Take a hard look at what excuses coming up and ask yourself, how important priority is this goal? Don't be afraid to dump the goal if you're not into it anymore. But if you're wasting time by scrolling through TikTok or binge watching something on Netflix, and then you're complaining you're not having time, that doesn't fit together. And look, I want you to accomplish your goals. I want to accomplish my own goals. So I have to hold myself accountable and I encourage you to do the same. Tip number four, make it easy to accomplish your steps or your processes to meet that goal. Look, we want and need things to be easy and we want them now. We are not to delay gratification. Think about the last time that you did something and you were promised something later. It just doesn't work out. It's like diets. Like diets don't work because... You don't see the effect when you put the work in. It takes a while for that to build up. So there's a couple of things to put in your arsenal when you're looking at making things easier. Number one, plan when you complete your steps or processes. For an example, uh, what your steps and processes, what time of the day are you going to do them? What days during the week are you going to do them? And then set reminders. You put them in your schedule, just like you're making a meeting for yourself. You probably wouldn't miss a doctor's appointment or a work appointment. So why is it okay to miss that 20 minutes of walking each day or whatever it might be for you. Number two, make it visible. Write it down on a planner, on a piece of paper, on post-it notes, on a dry erase marker on the wall, like wherever you need to write it so you visually can see it. It's going to help you whether you're trying to save money, spend less, be more communicative in your relationship, connect more with a sibling, like whatever it is, write it out. It's really important that you have got it written out so that you can see it. And number three, plan your check-in time. How are you going to check in and make sure that you're working towards your goal and that these processes and steps you put into place actually work? Monthly, do your check-in and how you're doing overall. Weekly, my go-to is on Sundays. Look ahead for the week and say, what is the goals for the week personally? And then for work, what are the goals? Is there any things that's going to get in the way? Any problems, any time constraints that's going to pop up? So you're kind of getting that look ahead for the week. And then daily, in the morning, your startup routine, what have I got on my agenda for the day? What do I need to get done? What is my personal goals? Having a daily, weekly, monthly check-in is imperative and writing them out so you visually can see that progress is super important. Tip number five, set up that accountability. Have you ever noticed it's easier to be accountable for everyone else or actually accountable to everyone else at work, friends? are deadlines, but you give yourself so much wiggle room and those excuses come up. Well, there's a couple of reasons why we do that. We give ourselves permission to make excuses to ourselves that we don't have to, there'll be a better time, a different time. And a lot of times that's underneath not because of laziness, it's underneath because we have not really looked the priority of it, as well as we may not believe we're worth accomplishing that goal. And that's deeper, right? So, I want you to give yourself permission to ask for outside help. You got to ask for it, and then you got to accept it. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a coworker, whether it's a coach, or whoever you're working with, ask for help. Also, a support group or a group dynamic. That will help with that accountability. Own your stuff, reach out, tell on yourself versus waiting for someone to ask. Also, find small ways to stay motivated for yourself. I'm a very visual person. So for me, having a check off, like checking things off on a list is so gratifying. Going back to my example of planning food for the week, when I can go be like, mm-hmm, check done that Tuesday, I put a check through it, and keep moving. I visually see that I'm on, on pace as well as my other personal goals and my work goals. Putting that line through them each day or looking for the week and then marking them off as a go along feels very gratifying. And know that you're not alone. You're not out there because you don't have willpower. You're not accomplishing it. None of us do to the extent that we need to put our energy into these goals and processes. We have to build up momentum. We have to build up confidence to see that we actually can do it. So now that you've got these tools, it's going to help you be more accountable with your goals. You're ready to go out there, relook at your goals, refine them as you need to. And look, give yourself permission. It's, uh, depending on when you listen to this, it's, uh, what is it, the first, second week in January right now that this is going to be going live. And I've already dumped one of my goals for the year that I did have five and now I've got four because a week and a half into it, I was like, yeah, this, I don't even like this, but What what led me to put this for a goal for myself? So giving yourself permission to delete, revise, add to is everything. I know you can do this. You've done so much harder. So if you've liked this episode, please take a moment. Send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook. Let me know what you found helpful or if there's any way I can support you. Extra points if you want to let me know what your goal is. I'll be able to send you some extra pointers that might be helpful. Thanks so much for being here and being a part of this show. And I look forward to talking to you next time.